0: What up? What up? What up? It's Pope the Blueprint, the host of the number one networking show. And I like to take the first couple of seconds of each show to highlight any local brands that I may be wearing. And tonight I am wearing XI 11, which is a local 17 year old uh, here in Baltimore. So I encourage everybody to support, support, support your local brands. Now, we have a special guest in the virtual building tonight. How are you feeling tonight? I'm feeling great. Thank you. You know what? That's awesome. So before we get into everything that you're involved in, the influence that you have, if you can just introduce yourself, let everybody know where you're from, and just a brief overview of all you're involved in. And we're gonna take it back to day one.
1: Absolutely. So my name is Dayasha Johnson. I am a native of New Haven, Connecticut. Um, I would be considered a woman that wears many hats. I am a singer, songwriter, author, event coordinator, life certified life coach certified mindfulness coach um i am an international chaplain for the united nations i'm an ordained minister Mm. um (laughs) an event coordinator so many things to my life um Mm. i'm a worship leader and Motivational speaker. I am a chef. I have my own mm. business called Asha's Kitchen, and I'm also uh, I sell jewelry as well. Mm.
0: Now you are involved in a lot. That's what you call multi streams, multi influence, <laughs> multi everything, right? Yeah. And so, take us back to day one, right? What was that? First initial move because you sing you write you're involved in so many businesses a chaplain what was that first initial spot what did you
1: get into first the first thing that um that has always been with me is music so mm. I've been singing um per my mother since I could talk mm. um whenever I was able to talk You have music come out all holidays. My family always had me singing. Um, I do weddings, funerals, whatever. Mm. You know, I've done a lot of things. I've sang background for a few celebrities and opened up for people different contests and programs. Music has always been my drive. Mm. Um, In addition to that, I have always had a liking for um, reading and writing. Mm. so I actually um, have my BA in English and it wasn't until I got out of college that I'm like you know I did go to school for teaching however I don't want to teach English although I Mm. went to school for that I don't want to do that I want to be able to be a little bit more liberal with what I do and so what did I do I decided to become an author And take what was inside of me, and I gave birth to it via words, by words and telling my story, the various things that I've gone through, which was I've been through a lot to get me where I am now. And I have a story to tell, and I kind of tell my story through my books, but also through everything that I do. Everything that I Mm -hmm. do, I do it with passion and I do it with love. So when I cook a meal, you're getting. Extra TLC. <laughs> You're getting TLC from me. <laughs> you know? No, that's the bomb.
0: That's the that's the bomb yeah. right there. I can't I can't wait to get to the cooking part because that's one of my favorite <laughs> things to do. Right, and so you know what I mean. You mentioned you mentioned that during that transition, you had your BA um, in one particular field, but you you decided not to go that route, right? And so for all the entrepreneurs that's listening, how important is it to listen to that inner voice? Because you had the training. You could have just followed down a certain path. But how important was it for you to take a unique approach to what you wanted to
1: do, which was become an author? I believe that it's very, very important to do what you are passionate about not necessarily Mm. do something because of the dollar amount, right? So like Mm. people go um, to get all of these these degrees and then once you graduate, you do nothing in that field. And so you're Mm. left with debt and you're left with something that you're not necessarily passionate about and you're unhappy. You know, everyone on earth wants to be happy. We all wanna genuinely be happy. So whatever that thing is that you're like, you know, something, you gotta think about it. What's that one thing you could actually do Without actually getting paid for it, but just doing it because you love it, do that yeah. thing there, and that's that's where I, I I took that in my head and was just like, although I'm a net, like I'm a teacher, like my my nine to five is a teacher, I'm a supervisor, right? However, yeah. um, before becoming a teacher, I was like, I don't want to be in anybody's classroom. Not that I don't want to follow rules, but I want to do what God has put on the inside of me. You know, as a believer. Yeah. I believe this is what this is. This is my belief. I yeah. believe that God actually allowed for me to go to school to break the stigma in my family. So I'm the second one mm. in my family to go to school and to finish and to get mm. a degree. So like I broke the, you know, I broke the generational curse in a sense. Yeah. And so that's why, because I'm like, you know, why would you allow me to go to school, God? And it's like I'm not doing nothing in that field. However, I'm able to now with all freedom. And with all liberty, do one of the things that I'm passionate about, which is writing. So mm. I've, I've written two books already, and I'm working on four more at the same time right now. Mm. So mm. I, I feel passionate about that because I, I have something to say.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now take us to that first initial book, because you got two books out. So yes. let's talk about the first one, right? Because the first one is like the biggest hurdle to get over. And then now, not only the, third, the first one, but deciding what you're going to speak about and put out into the universe. So
1: tell us about the first book and why the first book. OK, so I actually have it here. Right. This book is called Unveil. OK, mm. that is my face on the front. And I have a veil, um, which is halfway on my face. And the other part of my face is um, isn't veiled. And the reason mm. why I did I purposely did it that way is because I'm still unveiling. I'm mm. um, There's still things about myself that I'm still discovering, which will be forever. Right. Every day you learn something new. So that's why I did. However, this title in itself the, ma- the purpose behind the mask is for us as human beings to do what the title says, is unveil, right? Mm-hmm. Take off the mask. Like mm-hmm. my slogan is unveil your greatest potential. There's a, there are people that are hiding behind their greatness. Mary, what is her name? Marianne Williamson wrote a poem, right? Our deepest fear. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate, but our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. What that Mm. means is it's not necessarily to where we don't believe that we can't do it. We're a lot of times afraid of, of, of us actually doing it. And Mm. so you're talking about going back to the initial thing. I always knew that this, this one book was in me. I was just afraid Mm. to do it. And so God's like, okay, I've put this in you. I need you to do it. It's the purpose behind it. So since you don't want to listen, this is an actual, this is a real story. What ended up happening to me is I went, I was going down the stairs and I I, um, ended up spraining my ankle
0: Mm.
1: and I was bedridden for seven days and God's like, all right, so now you're going to finish this book. So Mm. laying in a bed, I had no choice. It took me two and a half years to write it. But when I finally did write it and I, you know, I did my book launching and everything, it was a birthing. I was able to unveil. Mm. And now my story is to teach other people and also to not only unveil your greatest potential, but also unveil the hurt that you keep unveiling. veiling. You know, we wear masks. I don't want to, I don't want anyone to see that I'm struggling with this. I don't want anyone to know that I'm going through that I've gone through this or that mm. I've gone through that. So we walk around with all of this baggage. We walk around with all of these masks. It's like how many mm. masks are you wearing?
0: Yeah. 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 Now how how important and how liberating was it for you putting the that first book out, unveiling, telling your story? How, how liberating was that for you?
1: It was very, very liberating just for the simple fact that for years I veiled what I was going through. I veiled my struggles, um, you know, smiling, you know, behind yeah. it all. When in actuality, I was going through a lot of stuff internally and only God mm-hmm. and myself knew. Like my mom didn't mm-hmm. know, my dad didn't know, my family, my friends, no one knew what I was really going through because I was kind of and a lot of times embarrassed about what I was going through. Yeah. I was yeah. embarrassed. I was ashamed and I felt as though that I would have been misunderstood. So it's like okay, instead of trying to make people understand, put it in a book. Yeah. And if people care to know about you, they'll read it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And yeah. It, it's
1: been out since 2016 and it is doing phenomenal. You know, people are still buying, people are still being blessed and mm. the, the 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 purpose behind it is, you know, once you're done, do you feel like you can now take off your mask? Like I did, cause I put myself in the, I put myself in the book. I, Mm. I start the book off telling people about me. Mm. Let me be the first recipient. Let me lead by example for you. So as you're reading, Mm -hmm. you're like, well, if she could do it, then I can do it. So it is, it's extremely liberating. It was extremely liberating and, and it was like weights off of my shoulders
0: Mm. Now, what's been some of the response, right? Since 2016, I'm sure you've had people that approached you, written you, sent things to you. How is that feeling, knowing that you liberated yourself and now you're helping to assist others in their
1: liberation? How important is that for you? It's extremely important because I want to see people free. Mm. Freedom feels so good not being in bondage, not being shackled down by the things that you go through through life. It feels so, so good. The surprising thing for me, however, is a lot of the uh, responses that I've gotten throughout the years have actually been from the opposite sex, from men. Mm. And you know that that are that are walking in fear. They're like, you know, I know this seems strange, but you know, I um, I'm, I'm coming to you asking you for help. And so then it goes from me being the wearing the author hat. So now I got to take that hat off, and now I got to put on the life coaching hat because now I got to help a man who feels like you know he's struggling mm. his masculinity, or he's struggling in his relationship, or with himself, and stuff like that. That's the thing that I find to be shocking. But Mm. I also find it to be a blessing as well, because whoever desires to be blessed by it, by all means, that was that's the purpose behind the book.
0: Now, that's that's interesting. Right. That you mentioned that men are really responding and approaching you. Right. Because a lot of times we don't like to talk. We keep it in like that's interesting and is and is huge and is positive and I'm loving it right because that means that you are operating in your purpose right and so I'm just thinking about that because for them to approach you that means that they're ready for change and you're there assisting them in change that's
1: powerful it is it is it's and it's it's actually a god what can I say it's actually a, a beautiful thing in a sense, because like you said, you know, men do not tend to open yeah. up in a sense again. But, you know, if you're if you're one that you're tired of being in bondage and you're tired of not uh, uh, walking or doing the things that you desire to do, you know, you'll go mm. do whatever you have to do to get there. Yes. And if it causes for you to reach out to someone to ask for help that that, you know, or, or somebody that's been where you've been. Yeah, it's important. It's it's good to ask for that help. It's really good for that.
0: Because, you know, it was just like the woman with the issue of blood. She was like, if I can just get to him, if I can just touch the hem of his garment. Right. Like she went through so many lengths to get to Jesus, to touch the hem of his garment. She like, just just get me there.
1: You know what I mean?
0: And so I feel like when we when we write messages, when we speak our words, it's like we're, we're taking on the cloak or the mantle. And it's like, if I can just get to someone that can understand. And it's like, we're representing Jesus in all that we do. And so I'm glad that you had that opportunity to sit down <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, 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 unveil, and unveil that message. So now that you have the first book out, now you said you have a second book what what's the second book about? Because now you you you've hit a nerve, you you struck some
1: inspiration. Now, what was the inspiration for the second book? So the second book is um it's titled When I Left Lust for Love. Okay, that's okay. powerful. Now you speaking on some things now. All right, now don't read you close to home on this one. <laughs> knock knock anybody home. You know, so um in unveil unveil kind of is like a precursor to the second book it's not like mm-hmm. you know unveil is book one in and, and when i left lust for love it's book two because they're they're two different entities however yeah. i did talk about my my struggle um with uh being a recovering lust addict i was addicted yeah. to lust you know being yeah. in that life and uh um, yeah. and i'm not sure if you can see it but i love this part i love when i open the book up you can see the chain broken you see it Oh, wow. Yeah. I see it. I see it. Yes, see it. You know, on the front, you know, you're bound, but you know, when you open it up, (laughs) you get it. If you open up the book and you read it, you'll, you'll get free. And so um, when I left lust for love, I, that's a very, very raw uncut story Mm. told of my journey from being with lust and now, you know, making a decision to, um, to walk in the love of God and to be mm. abstinent, celibate and things of that mm. nature now. So um, yeah. it's, it's, it's very, very raw, very, very uncut. You know, I, I literally, for lack of a better word, I got naked in this book. I, I, yes. I, I told it all. Yeah, I told yes. it all unashamed, unadulterated, and also too, um, part of why I did this is, you know, for anyone who may have, any questions or about where i've come from i answer them
0: yeah yeah that's deep right and i love that you're open about the subject because that's huge right because i feel like a lot of people's past in life has taken a long detour because you know they got in relationships you know, they had babies by people that, you know, maybe didn't turn out the best way because they were moving too fast before they saw the real person. And I feel like this message, getting out and touching, especially the young people, to
1: help them preserve their life, to help them preserve their future is huge. Yes, it is very huge because, you know, I how can I say? <sighs> Once I... Once I made that decision, the decision to um, become abstinent, Mm -hmm. I begin to like really go back to the Lord and, you know, took it back to the roots. And he showed me the reason why I had that struggle. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, I want to know, like, show me where this derived from. And when Mm -hmm. he showed me, it all makes made sense. Mm -hmm. And then what he showed me is he's like, Diasha, do you see why I want y'all to wait for Mm -hmm. your mate? Yeah. Because once you start linking up with all these people, you lose yourself, you take on who they are, you create all these soul ties, and you're just lost in a web. And, and sometimes those webs is hard to get out of because yeah. it becomes an addiction because you, yeah. you keep on wanting it, so forth and so on. So the the important thing is, is to really understand the reason behind why it's important to wait.
0: Mm the why is huge the why is 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 huge
1: right it is it it really is and and you know we are human which is understandable yeah. however there's a cure for your humanistic side you know yeah. you know yes sometimes it's hard to wait you know our body yeah. has natural needs it's understood god put those things there however those yeah. things are for a specific individual not yeah. for five people <laughs> yeah. it's for one person and once yeah. I begin to understand that stuff, the, the in-depth and the spiritual part of it, it's like, ah, uh, I'd rather not like I'm good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because you know what? I have three sons, right? And I always think about, and when I'm speaking, cause my oldest is 13, I always think about is my approach and my conversation about purity or pushing him into the world. And what I mean by that is because growing up, you're always taught to chase the women, chase the women, chase the women. And you're not taught to be a man of purity, a man of abstinence, right? And so when you look into the beginning of time and the way God created man, it's three, it's it's two things before he even gave him a woman. He gave him worship, which is the relationship with him. Mm -hmm. And then he gave man work, which is his purpose and how he goes about life and and, and finding his purpose. So he didn't get the woman until he had the relationship with him, until he had his work, his passion, and then he gave him the woman, woman. And so I feel like society is always pushing men in reverse to chase the woman, chase the woman. You haven't even found your purpose and you haven't even found your relationship with him. And so you get in these relationships, and you're frustrating women, and now you get abusive. You start drinking, you start doing all of these things because you're outside of your purpose, and you're outside of your relationship with him. So I'm saying all of that to say that the message that you're speaking is so powerful and so relevant, because it'll help save a lot of people. So I just want you to show that book again. And so people can visually see when you're opening up, you're breaking
1: change. We're trying to yes. shift, yes. Generating
0: no curses.
1: Yes, absolutely. You know, and, and <laughs> this is definitely a generational curse, self curse breaking book, if you yeah. allow it to be, you know, and the beautiful thing I love about God is he's so strategic in everything that he does. He's a God of detail. Right. And he mm-hmm. knows things about us because he made us. So even yeah. when it came to Adam, when he made yes. Adam, he gave at Ad- he gave Adam Eve. Adam didn't know he needed an Eve. God yeah. said that it's not best, it's best for a man to not be alone. So, Adam nice. didn't even realize what he quote unquote lacked. God, yes, yeah. didn't, didn't even put the lack of a woman inside of him, he just gave him her. And when yeah. he gave him her, then you know the purpose behind why she's here begins to reveal, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, because whatever you give a woman, she multiplies, and so. <laughs> That's why it's important that men find their purpose in their relationship because with, with God first, mm-hmm. because you you don't even know yourself, and then you're linking up with the woman, and she's frustrated,
1: and you think she's nagging, but you're not giving her anything to multiply. Come <laughs> on now, you're not giving her nothing to multiply. You're not giving yes. her nothing to submit to. You know, we yes. we naturally want to, you know, well, you know, the the, the kingdom woman per se. You know, we yes. naturally want to do what God has called us to do, which is to submit, which is to adapt. I'm to right. adapt myself to my husband. But if you ain't giving me nothing to adapt to, because you you ain't adapt to, you're not a bride of Christ, yeah. but you want me to be your wife, but you're not a yeah. bride to him. You know, yeah. so I mean, it, I know it's a little deep. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: However, it's- Oh, you know, I'm
0: a, I'm a Bible college dropout. So, you know, I understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's, yes. it's, it's, it's a subject- that's deep because I'm finding out things about myself, past relationships, when you study the word and you see, this is when the crack in the foundation started to happen yes. is when I left the worship, when I left this and it withdrew. And and so, you know, like you said, it's deep, but I, I could talk about that for hours, right? Yes, but,
1: that's you know, good stuff. <laughs>
0: um, but I, I want you to keep Keep, you know, keep doing what you're doing, because not only you got this book out, you said you're working on four. So how are you? How are you orchestrate? Is it like a a continuation?
1: Like what's your thought process going into these four different projects? So um, unveil and when I left less for love, like I said, unveil kind of is like a little precursor to the second one. Right. So Mm -hmm. in both books, I touch on the struggle. So once I was done with the second book, the, the, the Holy Spirit said, you know, daughter, that, that part of your life is done. You no yeah. longer have to talk about that because, you you know, you're free from it. You yeah. I, I, I commission you to write it. That part is done. Now I need you to talk about this other, this other stuff. So the yeah. next four books, one of them is called um, The Love Chamber. And basically mm. that's talking about the last 10 months of me, you know, this COVID thing and the various things that God has been doing specifically with me. The different Mm. things that I've experienced these last 10 months and what he has done and how he has literally put me in a chamber Mm. where he has broke me, where he has pruned me, where he Mm. has made me, molded me and loved on me. Mm. The next book, that book, the next one is called, uh, help me, Lord, it's called The Navigator. So this Mm. book is for The Navigator is. A book for men i'm I'm speaking mm. specifically to the men because mm. you guys are considered the navigation for life yeah you guys have to bring us you have to lead us to yes. where we're going right then another one is called he called the young because they are strong that's mm. for you know youth 11 to like 15 because the lord yes. showed me that group kind of gets lost where they are always trying to find themselves. No one's yeah. really doing anything gear to them. So I have a book for that. And, and I have a godchild. I don't have any kids of my own yet. Yeah, However, yeah. I have a godson. And then the next one is called Um Far Above Rubies. And that's a book mm. for the women, where I really break down like, you know, how 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 society thinks a good woman is and how yeah. God considers what a real woman is.
0: Yeah. That's huge. yeah so those I are mean, those you... are the
1: four books that are that are coming up
0: that's that's huge right so how do you navigate that do you kind of sit down and say I'm going to work specifically on this today or how do you kind of structure the way you do it you're just like moving on inspiration how does that work for you
1: so I I um with all of them I write out my ideas and I write Mm -hmm. out an outline so the outline for all of them have already been written since like the year before last 2019 um however you know I writer sense, right? You, you write down whatever you let it sit and you go back. Once you get your juices, you know, your mental juices and you revisit and see what needs to be deleted or what needs to be added. Mm. So throughout 2020, that's what I kind of did. I, you know, I'll look at the outline and be like, Oh, I don't think I want that chapter there. Or I want to rename this chapter to put this or this subtopic to go here, so forth and so on with all the books. And when I get the finalization, I'm good. I let it be. And then I just get inspired daily mm. to to write. So, like the other day, I literally, I literally worked on three of them at the same time. So I did like maybe an hour with one, went to the next mm. book, look at the outline. Okay, let me see, and and I and I went forth like that.
0: That's awesome. Now, do you go the route? And this is a question for an aspiring authors, because um, I know everybody takes a different route when it's time to, to to publish the book, whether you go self-published, what have you found has worked for you after being an author of two books? Is it the self-published route or which route do you take to really get your books out?
1: My first book was published by a publishing company a Christian Mm -hmm. publishing company. Um, but the second one I did on my own because I was able to work on it at my own pace. And I just wanted to learn the system by myself Mm -hmm. because since the first book, I have had a plethora of people. Can you help me with this book? Can you help me write my book? Mm -hmm. Can you do this? Like, you know, although I don't do anything in my English field, Um, I have the liberty to do that and the knowledge to do a lot of stuff. So I have helped people like write dissertations and theses Mm. for their PhDs and help them. So I see like, you know, the door has opened for me to still utilize it. However, um, it's, it's, it's just, you really got to have a lot of discipline to do this thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You really have to have
1: a lot of discipline, no discipline. Then you won't have a product.
0: No, that's true. That's true. So now the author side, because you busy, right? You busy, busy, busy. But now you talk about, you've got the food side. Now, how do you, how do you, how do we shift there? When, when did you start that you decided like, Hey, I want to make a business out of this because you must really can throw down or something.
1: I don't know. Let me know. Let me know. I mean, you're following the page now, so you see that's good, right? <laughs>
0: yes. Yes, yeah, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um I I'm blessed. My hands are blessed.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I've always enjoyed cooking. Mm. Um, however, it was about what two years ago, my apostle. I remember she was just, you know, the Lord was just using her to prophesy and stuff, and she prophesied. Asha's kitchen. And mm. I remember hearing the prophecy, but I was just like, you know, and I was in agreement with it, but I didn't do anything. There was mm. no footwork, nothing like that, right? And then this idea comes back around one day, I'm sitting on my altar, spending time with the Lord, and the Lord is like, post this picture and then I'm of this food. Mm. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. I did it, and within minutes, mm. I got crazy responses oh, are you cooking anymore? Do you have any more? And I'm like, oh my God. And then yeah. that day, I think I made like $150. It was crazy. Like, like it was just mm. like that, like clockwork. So I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh. And so once I finished, you know, those meals, I came back home and I, I, I had to like, really think about this thing. I'm like, is this what you want me to do, God? Cause this is crazy. <laughs> and he's like, I've been wanting you to do it, but you yeah. know, you, you wasn't paying attention. And so he began to give me the blueprint. He began mm. to give me recipes. I'm making stuff now that I wasn't taught to make. He just taught me mm. how to do it. God wow. taught me how to do it. And my number one best-selling thing now is Rasta Pasta. So mm. you can get it in four different ways. And this thing, it, I actually just delivered some a little while ago. So, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, Rasta Pasta, man. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's it's a beautiful thing. Um. I started this last April. Mm. I started this last April. And so from April till now, doors have opened up. I've fed hundreds of homeless mm. people, um, organizations, I've catered, um, anything, any anything, yeah. birthday parties, whatever. God has opened those doors with my two yeah. hands. And, um, and I'm believing for, I'm believing that he's going to open this door even further to where I'll really begin to start traveling because Mm. I would like to do that. I would like to do it because of COVID. However, you know, although I'm a teacher in a, in a supervisor, my school hasn't actually opened back up because we're a private school. So I've been working from home and Asha's kitchen just has like opened up a door to where if I don't want to go back to work, I don't have Mm. to. Yeah.
0: I don't have he'll to. give you the desires of your heart.
1: Absolutely, and he knows that I'm yeah. I'm good on working for people.
0: I'm all set. Yeah. I'd rather work for him. Mm. Yeah, that's that's awesome, right? Because when you posted that picture, and the response was what it was, you 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 followed that obedience. You followed that that unction. You followed that intuition, and yes. that's so important because yes. you could have missed that window of
1: opportunity at that moment right yes 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 i could have i could have and it's very very important to obey you know he says my sheep know my voice and a stranger's voice they will not listen to and so because i know him because i'm one of his it's like i heard him clear as day Mm. because he knew what he knew what he know what he wants to do he said for i know the plans that i have for you right so if, if he got the plan he got the blueprint then I got to follow the plan that's already written. And the plan yeah. just so happens to be all those hats that I talked about. And people are like, how do you do it? Uh, yeah. It's just balance. It's balance, it's discipline, it's prioritizing, and it's feed the people.
0: Mm. And that's what you're doing. That rice pasta sound good, huh?
1: <laughs> it's delicious, I'm telling you. It ain't no joke. <laughs> it's Goodness no joke. gracious,
0: that sounds good. Now you got author, life coach. You moving in that realm. You have the food. Now you also have like the jewelry side, right? Is, I is, do. Is that right? So talk about that because you're you're involved
1: in that as well. Explain to us about that. Absolutely. So I'm an independent consultant with Paparazzi Accessories. So mm. all of ninety five percent of our jewelry is five dollars. It's nickel and lead mm. free. Um, we have jewelry for women, of course, men and children, and yeah. it's beautiful. It's, it's, it became a stream quote unquote of income. However, yeah. it, 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 it became a business for me
0: Yeah,
1: because um yeah. of the, the response that I got from that and just what it does for people. You know, when you put yeah. a piece of jewelry on, on, on somebody that like, they feel like they're missing something, they feel good about it. And I yeah. don't have to go get jewelry no more from the stores because I'm the jewelry lady. I got it for myself, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's it's so, it's so cool. It's so cool. I love it. I love what I do. I love being able to um, supply beauty to both men and women mm-hmm. and children.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, right? And so last year, we also seen in 2020 how important it was to have multiple streams of income because I mean, a lot of people were shut out because they had one stream. And so you're, you're moving into multi-realm. How important is it to have those multiple streams of income? Because it seems like you're free
1: in the sense. You can move how you want to move. Absolutely. So, and, and that's the beauty of it. The, 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 the importance of having multiple streams of income is just in case what happened last year happens again. You know, we didn't see this thing coming. Yeah. There may have been speculations or, or, you know, uh, the Simpsons, you know, one of those cartoons that's been talking about this for years, but it was all subliminal. We really didn't, we weren't able to pay attention or to fathom, uh, the future. Yeah. And so when this thing hit, for a lot of people that wasn't wise with the dollar, saving your money, not on any type of savings plan, you were literally hit because of not of, of, of poor stewardship with your money, poor stewardship yes. of, you know, not doing that thing like we talked about earlier, that passion. Yeah. You know, the Bible says your gift will make room for you. So if you want to sell vanilla ice cream for the rest of your life and you're passionate about that thing, God's yes. gonna make a way for you to make money. But if you're not doing anything, you're going to get, you're constantly going to get caught up in these hiccups because we we don't know how long COVID is going to be around. Yeah. But it just so happened that, you know, for me, my story is when it happened and I got laid off from my job, Asha's Kitchen began. I got laid off March 12th, right? Mm. April 8th, I started Asha's Kitchen. Mm. Right around the corner, God had that, that street Mm. waiting for me and I didn't lack one thing rent was mm. paid everything car every yes. bill every bill was paid and and i had a roof over my head because mm. the lord opened it up and because i used wisdom i listened yes. to his voice and i yes. started that extra stream of income
0: yeah and that's huge that's huge right because you like you said you obedient you listen to his voice and you made the move, right? You Everybody wanna walk on water, but nobody wanna get out the boat, you know what I mean? <laughs> you gotta get <laughs> out the, the boat.
1: Water, you gotta get out of the boat to walk yes. on water. Yes, <laughs> yes sure. you, you definitely do, mm. you know? Mm. We want miracles, but a lot of times God is looking for the simplicity of us just by simply obeying.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now what's next for you, right? Because you got the four books coming, Um, I mean, what what are you working on next? I mean, it's just like you're doing everything, you know? So I'm sure you're probably trying to level up in some things, but what's next for you? What should we be looking out for in the
1: upcoming months
0: and and year?
1: Okay, Um, the next few months, these books will be launching, um, Mm. To God Be the Glory. Um, In addition to that, I have to now take it back to my first love, which is what I talked about earlier, which is music. So I've been Mm. singing forever. However, I've never laid down anything Mm. ever. And, um, and being that that's the first thing that I know I have to go back and I have to put forth the effort. I mean, I know, I know all of the people that I need to know to get it done. Celebrities for backgrounds or whatever, you know, producers, I know them all. Um, it's just, I have to now do the footwork and I have to, you know, trust God about who to work with because they're shady people and, and, yes. and, and, and do this thing. So, you know, the album mm. it's, it's coming within the next year, two years. That's, yes. that's something to look forward to. Definitely. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's
0: awesome. Now, before we go, let everybody know where we can follow you at on those different streams of inspiration, far as the books, Asha's kitchen um, and, and the jewelry, let us know where we can follow you there And then we're going to end on your last word of inspiration.
1: Absolutely. So I'm only right now on um, Facebook and Instagram. So on Mm -hmm. Facebook, um, my personal page is uh, Diasha Johnson and um, on Instagram for Asha's Kitchen, LLC. Um, and Dyesha Johnson on Facebook and Asha's Kitchen LLC on Facebook as well. And then Versatile Jewels is spelled a little different on Instagram as well. Uh, Versatile Jewels LLC as well. Yeah.
0: That's awesome, right? And so our last word of encouragement would be for people that's either thinking about getting started, already started, but about to quit. But whatever you feel on your heart, Just give us that last word and we're going to end on that.
1: I'm going to be very, very simple and to Mm -hmm. the point, but it's going to be meaty. I'm going to use the slogan of Nike. Just do it. Exclamation point, right? Just do it. Stop, Stop thinking about it. You know, you've already gotten the vision board you've already written the vision and you've made it plain you've already mm-hmm. talked to people you've gotten the confirmation it's now time to step out the boat and mm-hmm. walk on that water just do it just yeah. do it
0: yeah yeah that's true just do it just make it happen right exactly. and so I, I appreciate you coming on the show tonight sharing your journey I'm excited for people to hear the interview because it's going to inspire many So just keep doing what you're doing. I'm tuned in. I'm locked in. I'm waiting for the next move and and just keep doing what you're doing.
1: (laughs) Thank you. You as well. I appreciate this and I appreciate this opportunity, you know, the platform that you give. You're amazing in the Lord. Thank you. I
0: appreciate that. And so you enjoy the rest of your night and peace, love, and blessings. You as well, Brandon. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.